Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Let them eat bugs and they will be happy, so they say. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Now, the director general of the World Health Organization is now parroting Bill Gates' insane demand that we quit eating meat and instead get our protein from fake meat, yes, even from bugs. But I guarantee you, Matt, Bill Gates is not eating bugs. <laughs> Just <laughs> like he he's wants probably us not taking bugs. COVID shots either. He's and not eating if bugs. If you think that I'm <laughs> making this up, I'm not. I mean, yeah. because the director general of the WHO, General Tedros, uh, he claims that climate change has killed 8 million people. He doesn't cite any statistics or data to support that. He believes that this claim gives the WHO the authority to control nearly every aspect of our lives, including what food we are allowed to eat. And yes, he thinks that bugs are a good source of protein. But what you said, though, the whole climate change, he has nothing to back it up because it's not a real thing. It's a political agenda they're using to push their policies. Well, you know, I was uh, reading, listening to a podcast the other day, and I was, uh, it was on uh, the uh, Attila the Hun, and uh, the podcaster was talking. It's a very good podcast on, uh, called Real Dictators on Dictators Throughout History, and Attila, Attila the Hun was one of them. But it talked about some of the things that were happening back at his time. Of course, this was long before the Industrial Revolution, and it talked about climate change mm. uh, was something that was taking place. The climate was changing. Of course, we've known that the climate changes throughout history. But in this case, what happened is the WHO is saying that health includes everything, not just vaccines, not just viruses, not just medications, but also climate change, and that climate change is one of the most significant threats to the existence of humanity. So consequently, the WHO wants to take new authority, global authority, including over the United States of America. We'll talk about how that can happen in a moment in this broadcast. But they want to eliminate uh, all beef. And while, you know, that's one thing to talk about from a health standpoint. It's another thing to force the elimination of beef. And they want to eliminate beef and want to replace that with fake meat. Fake meat that includes a variety of bugs. And I'm not kidding. I'm talking about a variety of bugs. You know, the food we eat, the car you drive, the travel for your vacation, even the very air you breathe affects the climate and thus the WHO believes it should be within its control. Uh, Tedros says, quote, our food systems are harming the health of our people and planet, close quote. Now, I agree with that. Our food systems are mm -hmm. a mess. Uh, he says food systems contribute to over 30 percent of greenhouse gas emissions and account for almost one third of the global burden of disease. He concluded transforming food systems is therefore essential by shifting toward healthier, diversified and more plant based diets. If food systems delivered healthy 
diets for all, we could save 8 million lives per year. Now, there may be some truth in the fact that mm -hmm. people could eat more healthy, no doubt about and that. And more plants. And less processed but food, not more real food like plants and vegetables, fruits, right. and so forth, uh, rather than the processed food. In fact, I listened mm -hmm. to a podcast, two-part series with Dr. Huberman, who had a guest talking about, um, he was a specialist in pediatric endocrinology, a walking encyclopedia in this area, just a phenomenal presentation. And he mentioned that 73% of what's in our grocery stores, he does not consider food because no. it is processed in one form or another. They're food substances, they're not food that feed right. your body. And he talks about how that creates problems with your mitochondria and so forth. Right. So there's a lot of truth in that as it relates to changing your diet and increasing your health. But there's another whole giant step uh, from that to mandating this on a global basis. For example, the World Health, the World Economic Forum uh, states, quote, insects are a credible and efficient alternative protein source requiring fewer resources than conventional breeding. Studies suggest that for the same amount of protein produced, insects Mealworms, in particular, require much less and than other sources of animal proteins. So, you know, Holly, if you want to eat insects, be no. my guest. Uh, should we drive up to Bill Gates' house and see if he's eating insects? <laughs> see what's on his he's dinner table? He sure is promoting it. I doubt if it's uh, on his dinner table. But, you know, I've done research and I have a master's degree uh, focused on health and nutrition. I can tell you a lot about plant-based diet, how healthy that is. But bugs are not plants. They're <laughs> bugs. <laughs> you, know? you know, and, you know, the Tedros, there's an interesting scenario. And one of our uh, staff workers actually lives on a ranch uh, and they raise cattle. Her family does. And so she was interested in this aspect of eliminating cows. They think that by eliminating cows, you're going to reduce carbon emissions, when in fact there's some research out there that actually goes the opposite way. Mm. Because they say in this research that, you know, grass, depending upon what kind of grass it is, it always grows to a certain height and it stops. And, you know, it'll be killed over the winter and then kind of grow up again. But if you don't cut it down, then it's just going to grow to that height and won't grow any further. But what they found and what some researcher has found is that when animals, whether they're cows or others, eat the grass, then you're going to have multiple growth spurts throughout the year, thus producing more grass, deeper and wider spreading roots, and taking in more carbon because according to the study of this individual, the uh, studies report that grass actually takes in more carbon than trees. So instead of eliminating grass eaters, <laughs> grass eaters can actually help <laughs> eliminate carbon in the air. So it's, that's what they're concerned about is the carbon in the air. So they want to eliminate cows uh, it's an it, it's an entire nonsensical situation. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it, as as crazy as it sounds, you know, Bill Gates is the largest private landowner in the United States now. Why is he buying all this land? He is the largest owner of certain seeds mm -hmm. in the United States. So when you want to go and grow your certain grain or certain uh, plant-based food, 
some of these have only one owner, one source, and it's Bill Gates. Right. We have to realize it's a control issue, Matt. I mean, he has gotten a lot of money as a business person, you know, in Microsoft. And so he needs the Lord, obviously. But it's a lot of control. If he owns all the land and he owns other things, you know, he can control what people do and say, just like with the COVID shots. He is well invested in those COVID shots and in the WHO. It's all about control. And also in the ag now. Yes. He's well invested in both yes. COVID shots and the pharmaceuticals and also in the ag business so as well. And so when you think about that, controlling your, your medications, your mm -hmm. vaccines, et cetera, and then controlling your food sources, it's ultimate control. Right. You're talking about real dictators. You know, when I was listening to the series on real dictators in this podcast, I think he is seeking real dictatorial control on a global scale. Now you say, right. well, that's just hyperbole. I encourage you to listen to a broadcast that Tucker Carlson recently did with Dr. Brett Weinstein. Now, he was a professor at Evergreen College in Washington State, a very liberal school. He's an evolutionary biologist. He ended up leaving that school over certain kinds of forced censorship and so forth of that particular school that he raised a concern about, and he ended up leaving. Um, but he's ideologically not on the same playing field that we would be on. But he's on the same page that we are with regards to the WHO. And his interview with Tucker Carlson really raises a serious concern, and I agree 100% with him, uh, what the WHO is doing. There's a hearing uh, assembly, a conference, a hearing coming up in May, the World Health Assembly in Geneva. And the Biden administration is pushing very hard to sign America onto the WHO. We're working with members of Congress to try to ward this off. But the train has already been moving. It's already left the station. It's going to be a very difficult thing. Full court press for us to stop it. I encourage you to go to lc.org forward slash WHO, send faxes and petitions and make calls to your members of Congress. There's a several bills that are there that can stop the WHO, but we need to move quickly. Biden will attempt to unilaterally sign America on to the international health regulation amendments and the new pandemic treaty. And if that happens in May, then the WHO will have authority over the globe, including the United States of America. And what I'm talking about will not be just possibility, it'll be reality. Go to lc.org forward slash WHO. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.